Howdy, yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Ethan Edgehill signing on for a Star Wars Spectacular. So buckle up your pod racers and get ready for the rise of Skywalker. Thanks to me for that great intro. As I mentioned, I'm Ethan Edgehill, and I'm going to be your singular host this morning slash afternoon slash evening. Tyler very much wanted to be here, but he isn't. He was so excited for the Rise of Skywalker, he forgot how to talk. I mean, legitimately, I can't even get him to text me back. He just keeps yelling Star Wars into the phone over and over again. It's kind of terrifying. But I'm going to see it with him tonight, so it's a good thing. We're going to get to see it, for real. Now, I, I I know what you're saying. I can hear you already. What? We're not getting a Tyler and Ethan episode on the new Star Wars? Of course you're getting an episode on the new Star Wars! In fact, you're getting it tomorrow. Friday, December 20... Friday, December 20th. Instead of the following Thursday, like usual. Therefore, Tyler and I decided to take today off from our regular scheduled programming. We're going to bring you something a little different. Do you remember that preview episode we did before Avengers Endgame? Well, this is going to be just like that, except it's going to be almost entirely different. Well, we got here is something special. That's why I've busted out my best late night radio host voice. To commemorate the release of the final movie in the Skywalker Saga, we're doing something like you've never heard on Bacon and Eggs before. Now, if you're listening to this, there's a good chance you're a fan of Star Wars. And if you're not necessarily a fan of Star Wars, there's a good chance you've at least seen a Star Wars movie. And if you haven't seen a Star Wars movie, then yeah, thanks for listening? I mean, I'm glad that you're a fan of Bacon and Eggs, but also you should try a Star Wars movie on for size. You might like it. You see, there's never quite been anything else like Star Wars. To release these nine movies in such a spread out fashion, to captivate so many different people from across so many different generations, the way they built the story, the way some people love it, the way some people love to hate it. There's just nothing else out there like Star Wars. It's one of a kind, truly. The franchise started 42 and a half years ago, and it wraps up tomorrow, December 20th, 2019. My parents saw Star Wars movies in theaters when they were young, and, and so did I. When I was a kid, I saw the, the prequels. I saw uh, I saw The Phantom Menace in theaters in, in 1999. I was six years old. I saw Attack of the Clones whenever that came out, and then and then uh, Revenge of the Sith whenever that came out, and I was, I was a child. I mean, I was in elementary school and then middle school and it was they were my own Star Wars movies and then then you know I, I got another series on my own I, I got to see the final movies in theaters in my own theaters, in my college town, I saw the first one. As a young-ish, adult-ish person, I got my own Star Wars movies again. See, Star Wars means something different to everyone who sees it. And I can still go back to my memories of seeing The Force Awakens for the first time in theaters. It was the first one that came out since I really got it. And, you know, I had to go down to the theater. I had to buy my ticket. I had to stand in line. I had to buy my ticket seven days ahead of time just to get a 3 a.m. seat at a showing. I mean, me and my roommate at the time went. Or me and my soon-to-be roommate at the time went. And, and we saw it. I hadn't seen a single trailer. I hadn't seen anything about it. I didn't know any information. I managed to somehow pull off the fact that I had no idea what was about to happen in the Star Wars movie. I knew there was a I knew there was a guy named Kylo Ren. That was it. I knew nothing else about this Star Wars movie that was about to come out. I did that intentionally. Somehow I managed to, to make it happen all the way up until the theaters. And then, you know, there, there was a bunch of trailers. And then, then everything got dark and quiet. And the blue text came on screen a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Then there was this John Williams music, the iconic score for the Star Wars movies that came busting out of the speakers. And holy crap, it just hit me that that's the last time that there's going to be a John Williams scored Star Wars movie. Tomorrow's the last time that people will hear that for the first time. But it was amazing to get to see all of that happen one more time. And then two years later with The Last Jedi, one, one more became two. And now two years after that, two has become three. And after three different trilogies, they're putting the Skywalker saga to bed. Now, I know that some people loved 
The Force Awakens, and I know some people hated it, and I know that people feel really, really, really strongly about The Last Jedi, and it, both for and against. I mean, I loved it, but I know a lot of people that didn't. I thought it was some brilliant filmmaking, but apparently it wasn't enough for some people. And there's there's people that are really scared about the movie that's about to come out tomorrow. But I'm, I'm not one of those people. I'm not worried about it. I trust that it's going to be a good enough ending the Star Wars franchise that we're going to be able to come out the other side still loving Star Wars the way we always have. I have faith in the team that's making it to the point where uh, I think it's going to be okay. I think we're going to be able to put these nine movies together now that we can see the beginning and the end of the whole story. Now that we'll be able to, to put everything together, I think we'll be able to look back and, and say that it was one of the greatest things that's ever happened in movies. I mean, as much as there were some shortcomings in some of the movies, especially <clears throat> Attack of the Clones. Yeah, that was not a great one. Sorry, sorry, guys. Just just was not a great one. But as, now that we can see the final arc of everything, I think that people are going to realize truthfully how amazing it was. Now, this isn't just going to be 45 minutes of me rambling and it's also not going to be a predictions episode. But I'm sure you can find plenty of predictions out there on Twitter. I've, I wouldn't know. I'm not on Twitter right now. But this is an episode about why we, as people, as consumers of movies, as fans, why we love Star Wars. So let's hear it from some of the huge fans of the franchise. Hi, I'm Eni from Sincerely Us, a podcast for the casual musical theater fan. And I love Star Wars. I honestly couldn't tell you when my introduction to Star Wars was because I can't remember a time where I didn't know what Star Wars was. I remember the movies being played all the time in my house. I remember the gold VHS box set that we had to buy multiple copies of because we would literally burn and ruin the VHS tapes from overuse. I remember begging my mom to put my hair into Princess Leia space buns when she told us that yes, they had made a new Star Wars movie and yes, we were going to go see it in the theaters. I remember her being the great mom that she is, doing her best to make my buns even while I sat barely able to keep still, telling her that I wanted to be Leia when I grew up. I wanted to keep up with my brother and all the boys just like she did. I remember sitting next to my brother in the theater watching The Phantom Menace and being in complete awe of Padme. When we left the theater, my brother wouldn't stop. He would just go on and on and on about how he wanted to build his own pod racer and that's all he wanted to do. He wanted a pod racer and a dual-sided lightsaber. That's all he wanted. I remember thinking I wanted to be Princess Amidala. I wanted to be this regal, beautiful, intelligent girl who knew how to handle a blaster and could keep up with the boys just as much as Leia did, who I would soon later find out was her daughter. Going into middle school and high school, I kind of strayed away from Star Wars, other than being obsessed with Hayden Christensen, which honestly I kind of cringe just thinking about. But I had other interests and hobbies, and honestly, to be that person, I didn't want to be a quote-unquote nerd. When I was 18, I went to my first Star Wars weekend at MGM. I'm sorry, Hollywood Studios at Disney World. See, my new stepdad, Willie, was and is absolutely obsessed with Star Wars. I remember being immersed in all of the love. Everyone was dressed up. Willie was pointing out all of these obscure character cosplays. We sat through presentation after presentation about how certain aspects of the movies were made. We saw the parade where they had all of the characters dressed up walking down Holly, I think it's like Hollywood Street or whatever in MGM. There were stormtroopers marching all around the park, and this was way before Galaxy's Edge was even a dream. I left that day completely in love with all things Star Wars once again. I came home that weekend and rewatched all six movies. Watching them as a quote adult was completely different. I loved Leia and Padme even more 
as they showed me what real strength and feminism was. They weren't gonna sit around and be rescued. They were the ones doing the rescuing. I watched the Clone Wars animated series. I read a couple of books. I started listening to the John Williams score on repeat. I was consumed again. A couple years later, Disney bought Lucasfilm and I, as the Disney fan that I am, was thrilled. I know that most diehard Star Wars fans weren't, but I am by no means a diehard Star Wars fan. I was excited for new movies, new content. How could more Star Wars content ever be a bad thing? I remember seeing the first trailer for The Force Awakens and jumping up and down for every new character. Seeing John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Daisy Ridley, and thinking, what a diverse cast. As soon as that that opening title music started, I sobbed. But honestly, if you listen to my podcast, this is not surprising to hear. The music in all of the Star Wars films is so iconic and it is a huge reason that I love these films so much. The Force Awakens absolutely broke my heart with the death of Han Solo and that insane Luke cliffhanger at the end. I couldn't believe that I had to wait another two years to find out what happens. Rogue One came out after that and with it, probably my favorite droid K2SO. Alan Tudyk is honestly a national treasure. The Last Jedi followed and with it we saw more Luke and Yoda and the ever-loving Porgs, but also a shirtless Kylo Ren for whatever reason, which I, you know, I, I don't question these things. Listen, I have loved all of the Star Wars content I have consumed. While some more than others, Star Wars has been such a big part of my life for such a long time that I get excited at the mere mention of it. And honestly, The Mandalorian on Disney Plus has me all sorts of hyped for the new movie. I'm not saying that Baby Yoda is gonna be in Rise of Skywalker, but I'm also not saying that I have any idea what I'm talking about. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I know what's gonna happen in Rise of Skywalker. I'm not a theorist in any way, shape, or form. All I can say is I'm really excited to see how the Skywalker saga is gonna end. And honestly, I'm even more excited to see what other stories are yet to be told that took place a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Thank you to Anais for that wonderful dialogue as to why she loves Star Wars so much and what it means to her. Now let's hear from everybody's favorite Wisconsinite. Wisconsinite? Wisconsinian? Sure. Whatever you want to call him, Isaac Carlson. Hello, I'm Isaac Carlson, the creator of Watso Videos. I have been a longtime Star Wars fan for pretty much my entire life. I remember watching Revenge of the Sith in theaters when I was seven with my dad and grandfather, going on star tours at Walt Disney World, getting my own Jedi Mickey plush toy, and constantly watching Star Wars The Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels, and eventually getting excited for the sequel trilogy. I What really connected me with Star Wars was the grand scale of the universe and how intimate the stories continued to be. There were so many aliens, so many worlds, so many exciting stories that were beyond the movies, different characters and histories to everything that was around you. And it was so fun to just explore the history of this entire foreign galaxy while still having the mysticism and magic that continued to live in this universe. As for what's going to happen in Rise of Skywalker, I'm not exactly sure just yet. I hope it's going to do something that's large, bold. I hope it's going to do something that wraps up the Skywalker saga as it has existed thus far. It's clear that the prequel films were an an exploration into how Anakin became Darth Vader. And these 
the original trilogy was an exploration of how Luke and Darth Vader interacted and the difference between good and evil and the eventual redemption of Darth Vader himself. If the prequels are the rise of Darth Vader and the sequels are his demise and eventual redemption, then I'm fascinated to see what Rise of Skywalker will do to push that envelope forward and make a single continuity between them all. I think that Rey will eventually be able to somehow bring the light side out of Kylo Ren in some way. And I think that the Emperor is going to be able to weave himself into Kylo Ren's entire journey thus far and imply that Darth Sidious is one of the huge ties within this nine episode saga. That it's not just about Darth Vader, but the Skywalker lineage being connected with the Sith Lord who brought the galaxy to its knees. I think Rise of Skywalker is going to be the final redemption of the Skywalkers that will forever put Darth Sidious and the Empire behind the galaxy's history. That this is going to be the Skywalker's final step forward in ensuring that they are no longer a part of the demise of the galaxy. That they will strip the galaxy of the Sith Lords that had come before and ensure that the Jedi Order are able to thrive without Sith Lords, without Darth Sidious being present. I think Star Wars is going to be recontextualized into a story between an pure evil and a struggling family. But currently, that's just what I'm thinking. I'm super excited for Rise of Skywalker, and I'm excited to see what they do. It's meant a lot to me over my entire life. It's how I got started making YouTube videos. That was the content that I was originally making and focusing on. I have continued to be connected with the stories throughout my entire life, whether whether it be through films, shows, or attractions at Disney World, and I continue to look forward to how Star Wars will be able to continue to live in my life after this story is finally concluded. I feel like I have to end this discussion with saying, may the force be with you. Isaac, my dude, thank you so much for joining us. Anyway, I was able to convince Tyler to come on and talk about Star Wars for a few minutes. So let's hear what he has to say. Howdy, Yokes. Tyler here. Uh, when I think about Star Wars, I think about what is quite possibly my favorite movie franchise. You know, as we've done this podcast over the years, it's always been apparent that Obviously, I love the Marvel movies, and I loved Back to the Future when we did that, and I love the Jumanji movies, as you've seen these past few weeks. But really, there's nothing like Star Wars. Star Wars has been ever-present in my life. Uh, Star Wars, when I was growing up, was exciting that there was a character named Ben Kenobi because my brother's name was Ben. And then The Phantom Menace was the first movie I saw twice in theaters, and Attack of the Clones I watched twice in a row, once in the car on the way to visit family from Virginia to New York. Star Wars unites people in a way that no other franchise ever really did, and Star Wars was the first franchise to really span so many movies and make such a big impact. There's so many movies and shows that mean so much to so many people, and it's so fascinating and it's so wonderful. I, I really love everything about these movies, and to this day, there isn't a Star Wars movie that I don't like. Now, to be fair, I've never seen the holiday special, and I am definitely shy on most of the TV shows, but when it comes to the eight films that have been released thus far, I can think of no other set of movies that I love quite as much. 
Uh, I know that the original trilogy is imperfect for a lot of reasons, but holds a special place in the hearts of film lovers, and the prequel trilogy is not favored by any, but we have a generation of fans who grew up with the prequel trilogy and absolutely loves them. And now, with the sequel trilogy, Disney has done everything right. I thought that J.J. Abrams and The Force Awakens was probably the best theater experience I ever had in my entire life to go into a theater and see Star Wars for the first time. I think genuinely the first time I cried because of a noise in a movie theater was right at the start of The Force Awakens when that first note hits. And then The Last Jedi being one of the most beautiful films ever made with such beautiful shots from Ryan Johnson. And to really challenge the audience and really be so thought-provoking and to divide the audience in a way that I wish that it didn't, but still divide the audience and still have us talking more about Star Wars, to me, still brings so much value. And then with Rogue One and Solo, I find every time I watch these movies, I only like them more. I've said it before and I'll say it again, when I think about Star Wars, I really only think about how it is just a retelling of a story that we can't control. There's no choice not to like the movies because the movies are just telling the truth. They are telling a tale from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And this is how it happened. This is our window into that world. And Star Wars is really the only fiction that I still feel like when I watch, I get that window. So I love Star Wars. I cannot wait for the rise of Skywalker and I cannot wait to see what Disney does next with Star Wars. Those are my quick thoughts on the movie. Thank you so, so much for listening to Bacon and Eggs. Our regularly scheduled programming will come back next week and tomorrow our official review of the rise of Skywalker will be released. Thank you. Bye-bye. Now let's hear real quick from the other half of Sincerely Us. Bright Suns. My name is Becca Eddowes, and I host the show Sincerely Us with my best friend Eni, all about musical theater. Now, there isn't an official Star Wars musical yet, so I'm here to talk about the films. My journey with Star Wars began when the very first movie was released. I'll set the scene. Lynn, Massachusetts, 1977. My father was two months shy of turning 17 when A New Hope was released into theaters. Now, if you need to picture who my father was in that year, look to the comedy That 70s Show. My mother describes my father as most like Stephen Hyde from that show, and it makes sense because they were literally the same ages as those characters in the same years that it was supposed to take place. When I think of my father seeing episode four in theaters, I picture the episode of That 70s Show where Eric Foreman sees it for the first time. Eyes wide, mouth agape, just taking in this masterpiece that would soon make cinema history. I don't know if it took over his life quite like Eric's, but it did enough that when I was 11 years old, he sat me down in our old house's living room so we could watch the six movies that were out at the time together. Revenge of the Sith had just come out May of that year, and my dad wanted me to experience that with him. We were always close in those days. I have always been a daddy's girl, and it was always me and him against the world. This time, it was us against the galaxy. Experiencing this with him was something that has always meant a lot to me. That week, we watched over 12 hours of Star Wars, which may not seem like a lot considering how much Star Wars there is now, but then it was a lot. I was consumed with the story, Anakin Skywalker especially. Now, yes, I am one of those fans that likes the prequels the best, and yes, Darth Vader is my favorite. A lot of that comes from the way he introduced them to me. We started with Phantom Menace, and he proceeded to show them to me in chronological order, so it unfolded before me like a cohesive story. I didn't know that Anakin became Darth Vader, I didn't know Luke and Leia were siblings, and this was pre-internet, so I didn't even know the most iconic twist of all time. Which, side note, he doesn't even say, Luke, I am your father, but instead, no, I am your father, 
So like, why is that the quote we all remember? Fast forward to 2016. I have a three-year-old nephew named Noah. He's not allowed to watch Star Wars for a lot of that year, but sees ads and toys everywhere. He's consumed with Star Wars, even though he doesn't know anything about it. Darth Vader soon becomes his favorite, even before he watches one second of a film. When my sister found out about the Jedi training experience at Disney World, we were set to take a huge family trip that December. She decided to allow him to watch all of them, finding that they weren't particularly violent films and are pretty kid-friendly in language and graphics. Noah was hooked. He could name every character, every movie, anything that took place in those films. One of my favorite videos my sister has ever sent in our family group chat was a little four-year-old him with his Wookiee sweatshirt's hood up impersonating Emperor Palpatine with his arm outstretched towards the camera. This kid lived for Star Wars. Our trip to Disney World revolved around him asking when he was going to get to fight Darth Vader. Now, this is the kid that very loudly, I might add, told me that Anna and Elsa were just girls in costumes and not the real thing while we were in line to meet them surrounded by little girls in princess dresses. I don't know what to say to that. Yet, he was still convinced he was going to defeat the real Darth Vader after his training, of course. And he did, because the Force is strong in our family. As a story, Star Wars was way ahead of its time. The 70s and 80s weren't exactly filled with strong female characters for little girls to look up to, and yet Star Wars fans had Leia. Leia was feisty and powerful, and while the original trilogy is Luke's story, Leia is such a key part in saving the galaxy. She is the catalyst in both of the trilogies she is in, and arguably the most important character in the Skywalker saga. I can't imagine the franchise without her, and I don't know what will come of her in Rise of Skywalker, considering Carrie Fisher's death, but I hope she gets the send-off she deserves. Losing Luke in The Last Jedi was a hard goodbye, but I feel as though hers will be the hardest. I don't have many predictions as to what will come in the final installment of the Skywalker story. I try my best to avoid trailers so I can go in blind, but I do have hopes. I hope we find out who Rey is and that she can grow to her greatest potential. I hope that little girls can continue to look up to such a strong and powerful character. I hope that we see continued diversity and Progression in Star Wars stories. More people of color, more female-led armies, more reflection of what we have seen so far. Star Wars will always be an important and beloved story that will continue far past this ninth movie, and I can't wait to see the future it holds. Last but definitely not least, I give you some wise words from the biggest Star Wars fan I know, the host of Hello From Elsewhere, Casey Winners. Hello there, Casey Winners here. The question what Star Wars means to me might be the hardest question I've ever been asked, which is fitting considering the hard questions I've asked Tyler and Ethan in the past. Well, first let me get it out of the way. I was also asked for my predictions for the Rise of Skywalker, and while I'm not one for theorizing, I have one prediction and one reminder. Prediction, there will be a character death, and I'm predicting that it will be the Millennium Falcon. And reminder, Ben Solo is technically a Skywalker. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So yes, what does Star Wars mean to me? If you had asked six-year-old Casey what Star Wars meant to him, he probably would have said something about X-Wings or lightsabers or telekinetic force powers. And don't get me wrong, those are awesome. And I still find a lot of enjoyment out of the fantastic and adventurous trappings the galaxy far, far away has to offer. But me now, old man Winters... I have the chance to wax poetic a bit, to reflect on what it all really means, on why I still love Star Wars now, and why I won't ever stop loving it, because it's Star Wars. My Star Wars story starts 10 years before I was born. It was 1977, my dad was 17, and he was sitting at home as he tells the story, and, and his brother Mark comes rushing into the house, telling my dad, they had to go see this new movie, Star Wars. My uncle Mark had just gotten out of it, he loved it, and he needed my dad to go with him. 
So my dad did also fell in love with it. You know, and 10 years later I was born and I don't remember a time before Star Wars. I grew up in the 90s, the era of Star Wars on VHS and a time when toy lightsabers were just the cardboard rolls inside wrapping paper. And I loved it. My first memory is of Star Wars. I remember R2-D2 getting sucked up into the sand crawler and I would imagine what it was like in there. I remember in 1997, I was nine years old and I was waiting at school all day for the special edition of A New Hope because we were going that day after school. I couldn't wait to get on the bus. The same thing a couple years later for The Phantom Menace. I guess what I'm getting at is that Star Wars is how I mark the passage of time. I have a firmer memory of growing up and of my life as it relates to Star Wars, far more than any other pop cultural entity. Revenge of the Sith came out my junior year of high school. Opening day, I wore a red shirt with the words, thank you, George, printed on the front. And at lunch, I wore a Darth Vader helmet just for fun. And I remember some kid pushed me over. I don't even know who it was. I didn't really get bullied in high school and it just kind of came out of nowhere. But the best part of that story is later that day, waiting in line for Revenge of the Sith, I still wore my Darth Vader helmet and a couple of kids asked if they could take their picture with me. It was awesome and it totally erased the bullying earlier in the day. Another example, I remember my son was born just two weeks after Disney acquired Lucasfilm and Star Wars was forever imprinted into his DNA. And I remember my daughter was born just a few months before The Force Awakens. And my other daughter on the opening day of Solo, I had to give away my ticket. I think the best stories mean more than one thing. And Star Wars can be so many things. For me, Star Wars is about family, both within the stories and outside of them. Star Wars isn't just a story about a callow farm boy and his menacing father. It's also about a dad teaching his one-year-old to breathe like Darth Vader or yell like a Tusken Raider. Star Wars isn't just about a young Jedi falling to fear, rejecting everyone he loves. It's also about a group of awkward teenagers making Star Wars home videos on a mini DV camera in the backyard. Star Wars isn't just about two estranged siblings learning about where they come from. It's also about a brother and a sister choreographing a summertime lightsaber duel on the trampoline. Star Wars isn't just about an angry young man with a legacy meeting a fierce young woman from nowhere. It's also about sitting in a dark theater with your found family or your blood relatives, giddy at the prospect of more. More X-Wings and lightsabers and telekinetic force powers. And suddenly you and your family are transformed again into six-year-old kids watching Star Wars for the first time. Star Wars isn't just about a group of diverse people from disparate backgrounds joining forces to bring down evil. Star Wars is about us. And because it's about us, it's also for us. For everyone. Whether you're male or female or non-binary, whatever your skin color, your sexual orientation, your religion, there's a place in Star Wars for you. In George Lucas's early drafts of the first Star Wars film, the characters would tell each other, may the force of others be with you. It was eventually shortened to just may the force be with you, possibly for brevity, but the phrase still calls to mind the connections we have with each other. Because Star Wars is ultimately about love. How love can conquer fear and pain and the tragedies of our past. How love can pacify hatred and war. Star Wars is love. When Star Wars was first released in 1977, theaters handed out pins that said may the force be with you, with white letters on a blue background with dots for stars. Years ago, I found this pin among my dad's old stuff and he let me keep it. I'll be wearing it opening night to the Rise of Skywalker, and I like to think that we'll all be sitting next to each other. But in case I don't get a chance to say it then, may the Force be with you. And last but not least, we hear from pretty much everyone else as to why they love Star Wars. Hey, I'm Nathaniel, and I don't remember a time in my life without Star Wars. I was young when Phantom Menace came out, and before that I had the original trilogy. I've rewarded myself every summer by having a watch-through marathon of all of the movies, and I love the story. It's such a compelling story of action and adventure and redemption and how a person's choices literally impact the galaxy around them. Hey, I'm Jaden Easton, and I love Star Wars because of the theme of hope. Star Wars has always been intertwined with it. You can just look at the title of the first ever film of the franchise and see that. Hope is something I love to see valued in movies in general because I think it is the most valuable thing in real life. When we have nothing else, we have hope, and Star Wars has always understood that, and I'll 
continue to appreciate that. Hi, my name's Elena, and this is why I love Star Wars. It's something that brings my family together no matter what. I remember the first time we all sat down together and they showed me the movies, and it's been a part of my life ever since. Hi, I'm Julia, the host of Unsobered, and I love Star Wars. There are many reasons why I love the Star Wars series. They have great women characters. They have fun, whimsical storylines. But really, it's because of my dad. My dad grew up with the original trilogy. And as the subsequent trilogies have come out, we have watched them together. And as I've left home, we actually still watch them together and have booked tickets to see it together when I go home for Christmas. And family. That's why I love Star Wars. Hi guys, I'm Tirza and I like Star Wars because it's just such a fun story. The idea is absolutely ridiculous. There are fighting space aliens and an invisible force that allows some people to lift stuff. It's nice to be in that absurd world for a while because our own world is just so boring. Hi, I'm Sarah and I love Star Wars because it just makes me so happy. It's exciting and relatable and the characters make me feel like anything is possible. Every time I watch Star Wars or talk about it, it puts a smile on my face and I love sharing that feeling with others. Hi, my name is Jamie and I love Star Wars because A, it's awesome. B, it really is an escape to a galaxy far, far away. And it also is a perfect amalgamation of sci-fi, fantasy, romance, pretty much any genre you can name. I also have very fond memories of settling down in a huge blanket fort to watch one of the Star Wars movies. Unfortunately, it was The Phantom Menace, but what can you do? And it's also better than Star Trek, don't at me. Also, sub to Bacon and Eggs. Hi, I'm Moss. I love Star Wars more than any other fandom that I follow, and I believe it was watching Star Wars for the first time that really made me like, start loving movies. Not to mention the fact that I believe Revenge of the Sith might actually be my favorite movie of all time. I freaking love Star Wars, man. Hey, my name is Allie and I love Star Wars because I was able to experience all of the new movies with my brother. We don't always get along that well and something that we do have in common is we love Marvel and Star Wars. And so when all of the new movies came out, we were able to go see all of them together and we're planning on seeing the new one together too. And I just really love that that's something that can bring two very different people close together. Hello there, my name is Ewan. I love Star Wars because it gives me hope and more importantly, it taught me how to hope. It made me embrace the good parts about me, the bad parts about me, and the shows, the movies, the books, the comics, they all have helped me become who I am today. Hey, I'm Ethan, aka Threethan, and I love Star Wars because it was always the first movie series that I seriously got into as a fan. And I always imagined whenever I was a kid that I would actually become a Jedi. Hey, I'm Rog, and ever since I was a little kid, I remember that my brother was a really big Star Wars enthusiast. And like four years ago, he made me watch all of the movies. And then I saw The Force Awakens in theaters, and I really, really liked it. And I, I just love Star Wars and how it brings people together. Like, it's brought my brother and me closer together. It's really nice. Hi, I'm Robin and I love Star Wars because it's this huge fantastic universe of strange creatures, advanced technology, the force, but at the same time it's grounded in real world conflicts, trade wars, politics, and that makes it really relatable too. I'm Chase Buholtz. I love Star Wars for two reasons. One, because of the story. From the characters to the ships, it always makes me feel like a little kid on Christmas just watching the movies and playing the games to watching theories on the internet, even reading the books. Second, Star Wars has always been a way for me to connect with my cousin, who I don't really get to see that much because he lives in Texas. Having those long conversations lasting all night and passed on has always been a blast to connect with him with. Hey, I'm Nick, or old mate Cookie from the Discord, and the thing I love most about Star Wars is just the different battles. 
I think that was the first thing that hooked me, probably just the different ships and the crazy space battles and everything. I don't know what it is about it, but to this day, that's just the thing I get most excited for in a new film, so yeah. Howdy, yokes. This is Riot from a sort of Star Wars podcast, and my favorite thing about Star Wars is the heritage. Star Wars, both in the movies and in my personal life, has been handed down through the generations. My parents introduced it to me, and now I can pass the legacy on to my kids. Nothing makes my heart warmer than when my two-year-old yells out Yoda when we're watching Star Wars together. Thanks. You guys roll. Bye. Hi, my name is Hunter and I love Star Wars because a couple things. First is just the incredible world that they've built with the many planets, places, and all of the just immense creatures and types of people and robots and different things like that. And then also I love the the themes of Star Wars. Uh, two in particular one, just how feelings can truly control a person and their actions. And then also um, how they can take a simple concept like good and evil and show how complicated it truly can be. And then last, but definitely not least, of course, Baby Yoda. My name is Ethan Hewlin, and this is why I love Star Wars. Star Wars was really the first fandom I was ever a huge part of, and it's just been a great force no pun completely intended for positivity and creativity and inspiration in my life so for that i am grateful hi my name's tori and i love star wars because it's given me and so many girls like me really strong and powerful female characters to look up to hi my name is willie and this is why i love star wars growing up with the original trilogy i was able to open my mind to new imagination to new storytelling to new adventures to new characters a new way of taking my imagination outside with my brother and sister and playing and living a world that was so amazing. It brought us closer together. I love Star Wars and I can't wait to see the final chapter. Thank you so much to everybody who contributed to this episode from the guests that we had on who you're going to be hearing more from to all the listeners to a couple people who honestly never even heard of our show before but just were really moved by Star Wars and my tweet to send us things. I really appreciate each and every one of you and I hope and I hope the last movie is everything you want it to be. With that being said, we're going to have our regular episode out tomorrow on Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Tyler and I are seeing it tonight, 6 o'clock, and then we'll know everything. We're going to go right into a recording, so you're getting the most fresh ideas from us about the movie. Anyway, I can't wait to see it. I'm very excited to see it and to review it, and until then, may the Force be with you, and also, Arrivederci.